60 second review, extended review. It's May. You know what that means. Star Wars. May the 4th. May the force be with you. So I gotta sit here and go through as many Star Wars related things as possible. Well, let's talk about Light and Magic. Disney Plus has a docu-series called Light and Magic, which, if your common sense isn't working, it's about industrial light and magic, you know, George Lucas's visual effects company. But we're watching this from the very beginning. And I mean, the beginning, like, there is no light and magic. There's not even a motherfucking Star Wars yet. George Lucas isn't even an adult as we're watching this. This is a story like when I say from the beginning, they went the fuck back to when George Lucas was in fucking high school and Star Wars wasn't even a thought in his goddamn head. And I appreciate that. And it's not just George Lucas. It's literally like every person, every cog in the Star Wars machine we're going to get the story of how one person, George Lucas, who was interested in just hot rods and cruising suddenly decided he wanted to do more and then got in the film and met Francis Ford Coppola, which I did not know George Lucas do Francis Ford Coppola how him and Spielberg became friends and it was really the three of them like we get a lot we get to see industrial light and magic in its infancy we get to see it as a toddler then we get to see it as a full-grown adult we get to see how Pixar started with industrial light and magic and exactly how there's so much shit I didn't know. I didn't know that if it wasn't for fucking George Lucas and his decision making, that we wouldn't have goddamn Adobe. Adobe? The computer shit? That's, that, that, that's because of George Lucas. The f- I didn't fucking know that. Like, it's crazy. This guy affected a lot. The cameras that we use in cinema today in movie theaters, not we, the cameras that movie theaters use, the AMCs, the the Regal Cinemas, George Lucas. When you want to talk about somebody single-handedly changing cinema, and if it wasn't for him, there's no telling what the fuck movies would look like right now. What your cinema experience going to the theaters would look like. Literally, George fucking Lucas. That's fucking crazy. And I mean, they were just, I mean, industrial light and magic was literally just people that love movies and love special effects to them this shit was just fun but they just happen to get paid for and you can see the fun when you watch it and it was so crazy I'm like 
this is what work should feel like. Because these people literally were having fun. Granted, <laughs> there was stress because you're, you're doing something that literally has never been done. Because there was nothing ever like Star Wars. <laughs> Let's be honest, we still don't have anything like Star Wars. Of course, we have Star Trek with Gene Roddenberry, but those two things—they're still—they're two different entities. Huge, both of them huge, but they're different. And Star Wars did come first. <clears throat> seeing the visual effects company grow, seeing the growing pains of of, of Star Wars learning things like <laughs> studios constantly didn't get this man like all the way from his first movie the THX was it THX 1138 which ironically enough is the same visual effects thing that we used to see back in the 90s across our screen where it would go like THX and that sound would go really loud ironically nobody, I didn't know that was fucking George Lucas but that was him because that was the thing he literally named from his first movie um, his hands were in everything I didn't know Industrial Light and Magic did as many movies as they did and then we literally get background behind the scenes in movies besides Star Wars this isn't just a fucking Star Wars thing like Poltergeist Ghostbusters um, the entire fucking Indiana Jones saga Jurassic Park, E.T. Close Encounters of like it, it, we get pieces of all of these movies Braves of the Lost and, and Indiana Jones we had to figure out how to do this and Forrest Gump we had to do this and Poltergeist nobody's ever done this before we had to figure out how to do that and it's so fucking interesting like I and I mean we go as far as the Mandalorian yeah yeah It's just a thing. It's it's really it's enlightening if you're a Star Wars fan. It's enlightening if you if you grew up in the era of DVDs where you always had the behind the scenes and the extras that came with DVDs. You know, you had the option of the behind the scenes commentary and all that, which we don't get now. Because of streaming, we, we don't get that. This fulfills that. Like I'm watching that felt like I just got a behind the scenes of like ten different goddamn movies all in one shot. Now this is like I think it's six to eight episodes. And they're not short. So it will be like watching an entire fucking series because it is a it's a docu series, like I said. They're not short. 
But there's so much insight, and it's not just him. It's everybody. It's this fucking. It's Ron Howard. It's 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 Spielberg. It's the crew of his movies. You know, everybody from like the executive assistant of his to the to, to, to people that were making uh, the, the props for Star Wars to John Favreau doing the you know, taking his shot at Iron Man. And I'm gonna be honest, I didn't know. I didn't even remember that Industrial Light Magic did the first Iron Man and the first Avengers. Because then when you think about these effects, didn't you love the fucking visual effects in the first Avengers? Honestly? Didn't you love the visual effects in the first Iron Man? Because I know a lot of people felt some type of way in the second one about the visual effects of the suit. Because some things were kind of noticeably like, huh, that doesn't, it, it, a lot of people notice certain things. I was one. But the first one that everybody covets, industrial light and magic. Just, I'm going to give you a little, little tidbit. John Favreau wanted a physical suit as much as possible. In his eyes, he wanted more physical than CGI. Industrial Light and Magic literally said, uh-huh, sure, whatever, and did what they wanted and replaced the fucking physical suit as much as possible in the fucking movie. And Favre couldn't tell the difference. He literally couldn't tell the fucking difference. And went with it, because what the fuck could you do? When they do what they want, and you can't even notice that they replaced the physical suit you made the actor wear with a CGI suit in the fucking movie, what the fuck can you do? But be like, goddamn. Right. Right. It's a good watch. Like I said, for movie fans, um, if you're a movie fan, if you're a special effects fan, it gives a lot of insight. <clears throat> and it's 100% worth watching. Like, I enjoyed it. Just because I am that person. You know, I, I like the behind the scenes. I like knowing tidbits. I like knowing that they were literally taping pieces of the model Star Wars crafts and ships together until somebody was like, uh, we can see the tape and introduce them to super glue. Because you have to remember, things that are common to us now weren't as commonplace way back then. Yes, even super glue. And then most of the shit is fucking, most of the shit we're seeing on the, <laughs> the original Star Wars, the, the trilogy part, the shit's super glued <laughs> together. It's hilarious. So check it out. Light and Magic. It's on Disney+. Plus. 
It's a docu-series, not just about Star Wars, but about industrial light and magic's touch on so many movies, George Lucas's influence on the entire world of cinema for like, what, 40, 50 fucking years? We'll say 40, yeah, 40 years. Crazy. Crazy. Light and Magic. Disney Plus. May the 4th be with you. Check it out.